You're listening to an irreverent podcast. For more unholy content from our friends, head to irreverent.fm. Hey friends, welcome to this very special episode of the Speaking in Church podcast, where we celebrate our one year motherfucking anniversary. (laughs) I have no idea why I said it like that. It felt right though. It felt great. Who Um, even are you? I know. (laughs) Friends, it's been a year and it's 40 episodes. What a clean, even little, ugh, the OCD inside of me is in love. I love um, it. I'm Josie, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yes. I was like, that's Josie. Uh, if you're new here, uh, and I'm Spencer, thanks for tuning in to this special episode. Um, it's going to air technically the day before anniversary, but you know what I mean? Like, that's just how the calendar rolls. And we don't know when you uh, listen, you know? Exactly. You could be listening. If you're <laughs> listening on Thursday, September 16th, congratulations. You made it to the anniversary party. It's a if whole <laughs> ass year. And uh, so much has changed. Um, and so I, I was doing like the math of obviously we've had some repeat guests and we've had some episodes of just us, but this is episode 40. Um, I think, again, if I did my math correctly, we've had like 29 individual people come on. Damn. So um, almost 30 people that have just uh, came on and shared stories with us, talked about really cool stuff. Um, and again, because we don't always film in order, we have great conversations coming up. Like some of my favorite conversations have been recorded, but just haven't aired yet. (laughs) Exciting stuff. Yeah. We, um, uh, over this last year, it's been really interesting to, kind of explain the podcast to people people were like oh what's your podcast about and i was like we're just talking shit but then eventually i was transformed my answer to we're giving people a platform normal people a platform to tell us their stories so that they realize that they're not unique they're not the only ones that this is happening to the church is fucked up towards all of us and like i don't know like giving people a platform and making people feel comfortable about telling their stories um yeah is it's been like a really transformative thing for me in the sense that like i never thought that all the shit that i talk had like anybody was listening <laughs> because like i just i liked i don't mind speaking into a void and making people think whether or not they tell me that they're thinking but it's been yeah, I mean, I went to Wild Goose. Um, Spencer, next year, you have to come with me and with your child because I want the child with me. Okay. <laughs> and it, we did a panel and it was cool. Um, it was cool to be different because I was like, um, no offense to my friends up here, but we don't talk to famous people. <laughs> we only okay. talk to normal people. I mean, they're more than welcome, but just like every once in a while you know not like all the time like it was cool normal too Josie yeah but you know like I don't know we hear the stories a lot I want to hear everybody else's stories as well I want to give everybody a platform everybody to say what they got to say because everybody's different everybody has a cool thing to say everybody has slightly different experiences even if the overarching theme is the same and I've really enjoyed getting to know all of these people who have been on this podcast so in the words of Josie, 
Nobody's unique, but everybody's unique. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Don't you just love me? (laughs) It's funny because I, um, I don't know. I think Josie is the one that does all the shit talking and I'm more of the, um, we had a guest that called me a peaceful four and I like cried the rest of the day because nobody has ever described me like that um but yeah I think it in the same way it's been transformative in the sense of I love all the people we've talked to um even people that are like our friends that we've had come on like they're just conversations we've never really had because mm-hmm. um you know especially some of the the people that I've come on and just have I've known for a long time but again just when you're given a space to kind of speak like the truth and like freedom and not be afraid of like, Oh, I can only say certain things. Um, yeah, just relationships evolve and even just the, you know, like the friendships and relationships we have with people now that like we've met through here, you know, keeping up on social media and just things like that. It's just been, it's been really cool because I think, um, you know, the big thing for me of really missing that sort of like Christian community that like, is I think a lot of people that have like left the church, like they talk about that of like, well, how do you make friends when like, that was like your go-to of built-in community, you know, you join a Bible study or you volunteer. And, and so it's been cool to kind of have that now of this new community of people all over the spectrum, you know, people that are still in the faith, people that are out of the faith, people that don't really know. Um, yeah, I just think it's like helpful and it's been really, really cool to just kind of be in that space and, and, um, open the door for people to have access to that so yeah and we're very glad that you all are listening um it's weird that more than five people are listening but i try not to think about it honestly the fact that um my mom isn't just the only one that listens (laughs) is really weird (laughs) the fact that like strangers will like dm us and be like what you said or like like what your guest said is like so cool i'm like who are you how did you find us i know or like like other countries being like this is so cool and i'm like what in the world yeah i mean i i love it i love knowing that there's a lot of people that think the same way as we do i don't necessarily need to be like oh my gosh i'm a cool podcaster you should listen to me my name is josie i'm gonna be famous or whatever uh, I would like the money that comes with that if you want to make that happen, everybody. But I don't, I like, I like the community. Like Spencer said, it feels like that's what's happening. Less so of like, I mean, we're not clout chasers. So, I mean, kind of works out that way, but it's great to feel like you're doing something that's helping other people. Even if it's just mm-hmm. me talking shit and Spencer reining me in. <laughs> I even think that is like, um, like that's something that I think is so like, I think that's why I keep doing it is because like, there are things like, you know, like people disagree or whatever, but at the end of the day, like we've brought people again, like we've just given people space to like process things. And, um, my great aunt listens like every week and every week she like sends me text messages about how like 
like this, like this is stuff that she wished more people talked about, especially like our age group. And mm-hmm. so, um, shout out and Jerry, I know you're listening. Love you. Um, and yeah, she, she just like, is like, you, you have so much to say and like, she loves all of our guests. And so it's encouraging for me to have somebody from like an older generation be like, I wish more people talked about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, same thing. We have people come on that are in all different stages of life and they're like, dang, like, why isn't this the norm? Like I want these conversations on the daily. Yeah. And this is like the rub that always comes up with my family. They're like, always like, Josie, why do you have to talk so much shit? Why do you have to be so outspoken? Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to do that? And I feel like people miss the point that if these things happen behind closed doors and they stay behind closed doors, change is never going to come. There will be no liberation. If there's, if you don't even know what you're trying to liberate from, I, wholeheartedly believe that by having these conversations that we're pushing forward this idea that we don't have to be silent we don't have to be abused we don't have to allow this to continue to happen to people like us and to other people no matter how small you think your trauma is and how large you think your trauma is it's all still trauma and it all still deserves to be addressed and these assholes deserve to be called out (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I think we want to kind of just highlight, of uh, so much has happened in a year, um, like personally, like professionally, like within the, like the podcast, like so much has changed that, um, we kind of just want to do a recap because again, like I think a year both feels like a long time and a short time at the same, like when I told Josie the other day, I'm like, dude, we're coming up on like one year. It was mind blowing to think of again, like how this all started, the people we've talked to. And then now to be like, gosh, like so much has happened. So, um, Josie, why don't you kick us off? How about some highlights and lowlights from your year? Uh, wow. Well, the highlight that comes from the top of my head is talking to our friend Joey. Uh, that was our first guest actually <laughs> wow episode two <laughs> um maybe because i've just been thinking about them a lot shout out to joey love you um I, yeah i just i liked that we started off the show with this like what some people would think is like this super radical topic <laughs> like super radical. like taboo and i yeah i think it really set the tone for the podcast and saying like nothing is off limits we are not censoring anybody this is just i mean and joey's just an amazing person human and i am glad that they were willing to be our first guest they really took a leap you know what i'm saying and it really worked out and i just yeah i love that we set the tone that way Uh, that's my first highlight now popcorn to spencer so i can think of another one Uh, highlight, I guess, uh, highlight from the year that's podcast related would be, um, I think as far as like favorite episode, I think our, um, our like election time episode was really good. We didn't have a guest. Sorry guys. Um, but I, I think it was good because I think it was, um, it was a balance of like grief, but also like you know, bringing in like scripture and bringing in just all of these things of, um, you know, I, I had people on both sides of like the political spectrum, listen to it and say that overall, like, 
you know, like they understood like where we were coming from. Like they understood like the grief, the hope, the sorrow, like the mixed emotions. Um, and so, yeah, that was probably like my highlight as far as episodes, um, guests, uh, just, you know, in my feels, uh, best friend, Bethany came on twice. And that's just an example of, you know, I, I met Bethany working at like a conservative Christian camp. And so the fact that here we are like these years later, like reconnected on social media because of things we would post and then just coming on and having really authentic conversations. Like it brings me hope, like I said, of those people that maybe we're living in like these similar tensions and just, we never had the space to verbalize it. And so now we are giving people space. And I think that just like makes my heart happy. So yes. Next highlight is I loved talking to (laughs) our guest who is, uh, last time I checked, this is our number one most downloaded episode. Um, I downloaded a listen to I don't know what the metrics are really but this is our most popular episode was with our friend Eleanor who we talked about all about Mars Hill <laughs> and I think it's I stupid think it's Mark Driscoll <laughs> Mars Hill people are like download yes exactly it was so fun to get like the inside scoop from somebody who was there mm-hmm. oh my gosh I loved it so much and I also uh I, so, um, I think it's CT Christianity today is doing a huge thing about like the rise and fall of, uh, Mars Hill. And I didn't even know that until after we had had that conversation, because then one of my friends was like, Hey, have you listened to this other one? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah. So they're like, cause I was listening to this and you know, it's very like, um, like docu style, you know, like trying to be like unbiased, like just presenting the facts and like things like this. And they're like, so it was cool to like hear these episodes and then have your friend be like, yeah, I was like sitting in the front row. This is what happened. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I love the drama. I love the gossip. I love it. Um, and I need to listen to that. Although I've heard that it's like defending complementarianism and I'm just not about that, but I'll listen to it anyways. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, what I like of just, um, like I said, there's, it, it's trying very hard to just be like, here are the facts, but obviously it's swayed by like people's like theology and beliefs. But, um, I think overall it, it's done a pretty good job of people that, um, especially people that were like unfamiliar with like mm-hmm. what happened um it was giving them a space like oh we can process this um one negative though is there's lots of people who had like called out mars hill from the get-go and received flack from it um you know like um rachel held evans rip love her mess her she talked about it um pretty sure sarah bessie um um matthew paul turner like people like that have talked out about it previously and nobody wanted to listen or gave them flack and so now Again, there's pros and cons to it. I think if you are unfamiliar with Marcel and you're kind of like, I want more info, it's great. But again, like Josie said, take it with a grain of salt. There are some things that are like, Ugh. and there are people who have been actively like speaking out about this for a long time that deserve credit. So yeah, a little side note. Also, I have confirmed that it is our most downloaded episode, just so everybody knows. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for confirming that. Love that. Okay, your turn for a highlight. That was my highlight. 
um we still doing podcast related or, or we're just going for it oh let's do life highlights in the last year yeah no offense to our guests but you all are great so <laughs> you're all a highlight to us yeah uh life highlights uh i mean just so much has happened so i mean no particular order of like we moved which is a big cool thing um right after we moved found out about baby t on their way january 2020 um wait did i say 2020 <laughs> january 2020 oh my god it's two years old <laughs> what year is this um yeah so baby t baby taylor coming in january uh honestly like biggest highlight of 2021 i'm sure jack would agree um just because something that we've wanted for a long time and so yeah very excited keeping that name on the dl because people have opinions that i don't care about (laughs) (sighs) fuck people <laughs> uh one of my highlights i've had a very difficult year actually mostly health related but um i'm a badass bitch so resiliency is the name of the game Amen. uh my highlight gosh i also have fibro fogs so i forget literally everything <laughs> what have i done i mean i just came back from a two-week uh, trip to the south that was wonderful you moved Oh yes, I got a bigger house. Um, I love it so much. Oh, my little you got, poopy. You know, I'm like, you got a baby? <laughs> my chispa, my little poopers. Ugh, I love her so much. I was super nervous that she wasn't going to remember us when we came back from our <laughs> two-week trip. But she did. It's all fine, guys. Um, I should not... I, dogs don't forget their owners. I should have known that. <laughs> uh, I know it's only September, so there's still a few months. But uh, I would argue from the outsider perspective that she was your number one of... Yes, I agree. She is my number one. Um, I love her to death. Fun fact, Josie didn't even want her. (gasps) What do you mean I didn't want her? When Amber was like, who wants this dog? And I was like, Josie wants this dog. Everybody was telling me. Because I'm a dog person. I... It's living without a dog is really fucking hard, guys. I mean, I just have always had dogs growing up. My dad is a huge dog person. Um, Dogs are man's best friend for a reason i love cats too but fuck cats <laughs> uh so yes it was amazing um to get her uh that amber friend of the pod amber go check out her episode if you haven't already talk about hot gossip um <laughs> and church ladies being all up in your sex life oh you gotta listen to it but uh she picked her up off the street this cute little thing and was like we can't keep her who wants her and the first day we met her this bitch attacked my foot because i tried to kick her ball so she would chase it and she did not like that and that was the moment when i said fuck it this is my dog like nobody's (laughs) gonna want this stupid bitch (laughs) this is my dog now ryan was liked her obviously but obviously i mean most people aren't prepared emotionally for trauma traumatized dogs you know because it's a lot of work you have to train them you have to build their confidence she was so skinny but now she's a little chunkers though now she's a little pluppers i think this is funny because i think that ryan is very logical and josie is very emotional which <laughs> i think people would think that's kind of funny just mm-hmm. from listening to us um but yeah i think in that decision ryan was very logical like 
we need to think this through mm-hmm. and you're like no thinking just do yes i it's funny because i feel like we're both a weird balance of both of those things because when it comes to like work and like what i gotta do i'm very like go 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 strategically minded everything is like well organized or whatever but when it does come to like dogs and people i'm not very logical (laughs) (laughs) i mean to a point and ryan is very logical at work and at school but he's also very emotional with literally everything else so it's a funny balance (sighs) i guess i married ryan in 2020 was that have we started the podcast yet no no uh no didn't you get married in april (laughs) yeah never mind that doesn't count it's not a highlight (laughs) this podcast has been a huge highlight though oh my gosh i never thought that we would have as many listeners as we do that's privileged information so i'm not going to tell you all um but we have more than five and that's that's a lot to us (laughs) (laughs) i think again it's 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 even the um i don't even think it's necessarily like oh we have a lot of listeners again i think it's just the the like ripple effect Mm -hmm. you know like just like impact because i think again when we started like i think everybody that starts these kind of projects has like hopes and dreams of like i hope like it'll reach this person or i hope we can talk to this person and i think like just in year one like at least for me like i think it's exceeded my expectations again of just who finds us and like who like who wants to actually like sit around and listen to us consistently like god like more power to you <laughs> i know I, I yeah our only i don't know if we had that many expectations except to have a little bit of fun have a little i mean if you go into podcasting you don't expect to make money because you're not going to fucking make any money podcasting no so we don't do this for the money friends but we just wanted to have these conversations and we wanted to affect some people we wanted to empower some people not knowing that people like to listen to us yeah and i think too uh josie and i've talked about this a lot of just i think we like every every time we re-record with people like we honestly never know what to expect and there are certain episodes there are certain episodes like like uh we haven't scrapped a single episode yet i'm sure you can tell by But like, I think for us, like that, like, honestly, it's comforting because I think it just reminds us not to take ourselves too seriously. Like, exactly. Uh, we all love Becca and we literally like, <laughs> we were joking with Becca. And we're like, Becca, yeah, like last week we had like, we felt like professionals. Like we felt like we like knew we, mm-hmm. you know, we were hot mm-hmm. shit. And then we had this episode and we reminded ourselves where we come from. <laughs> exactly. And that's always going to be the vibe here, friends. We're not overproduced. We're uh, obviously. Yes. <laughs> we're not. We're just looking to have a fun time. That's it. Yeah. With our friends and new friends. So if you yeah. want to come on the podcast, let us know. And I think, um, again, I think just, I don't know. I think there's just like so much that can still happen. And there's so much that we're like, dang, like, you know, maybe. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess just, again, one of those of, like, it's reaching people we never thought we would reach, but, like, for the right reasons, so. hmm Also, I've, through this podcast and my job, people have come to recognize me as a Methodist. 
Like, I, w- I was recently in the South. I came back yesterday, so I'm exhausted. Um, I was there for 17 days, and every time we passed by Methodist Church, somebody was like, that's Josie. Just, that's Josie. And I was like, um... <laughs> First of all, there's a lot of Methodist churches. Yeah, you got to make sure it's the right kind. (laughs) They're all United Methodist. There's a lot of them. I didn't know because there's not a lot in California. Um, California has, uh, I think... uh, like I, I think I notice them more now. It's one of those like mm-hmm. when you buy when you buy like a certain kind of car, you see yeah. them everywhere. So I do notice them more, but I also know that like in California, there's also free Methodists, which are very different. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but honestly, yeah, like I, I feel that too because literally had a conversation with somebody I had not talked to in years, and they were like, "Yeah, like Methodist theology, like sounds super cool. I got to look into it." And I'm like um yeah i guess like yeah i am a a methodist Mm -hmm. like i do i vibe with their theology so cool (laughs) yeah like i was in savannah and they have this sculpture of john wesley and i was visiting a friend of the pod becca and they were like ryan and becca were like does you have to take a picture of john wesley because you're a methodist now like you have to do this and i was like okay It was so fascinating. I would take a picture with John Wesley uh, even before he became Methodist because uh, we went to APU and we love that Wesleyan quadrilateral. That's true. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Methodists, Spencer, do you have an update for the friends? Yeah. So, uh, you know, update kind of just like recap of uh, when we started the podcast, you know, talking about just finding like theology we vibe with affirming theology so like the umc um i'd been active in ministry for a good number of years and stepped away because of like theological differences and so um in moving you know i i knew like there was a lot that was going to change and moving to a new city is hard enough moving to a new city and trying to find especially uh, a city in a more conservative just area and trying to find an open and affirming church i was like what the heck is gonna happen um but lo and behold it did happen um jack and i have been going um pretty regularly now to another umc vibing with it really enjoying it and i actually just accepted a position with them to join a part-time ministry again with some working with some preteens um yeah friends let me just tell you that it's been like not to be like too in my feels about it but it's just really one of those things of like of like affirmation of like like god and the spirit being like you know like listen and being obedient and when i was in like this interview with the pastor and a volunteer who i'd be working with you know they asked me like you know tell me why you stepped away from ministry and like why do you want to come back now and the fact that i could sit in an interview and just honestly tell them like look i served in a church that i loved and there's still people i love there and they're doing great things in the community but they're not affirming and that just is a non-negotiable for me anymore like i can't live I can't live in that tension. It's not fair Mm. to myself. It's not fair to my LGBTQ friends. Mm. And the fact that this pastor and this volunteer who, um, you know, have been in this church for years, were just like, 
yeah, that's valid. And we respect that. And we affirm that like, was just so healing. And again, to on just have honest conversations of like, you know, if a kid asks me about, you know, just the LGBTQ community, like, I don't want to have to like dance around the topic, or I don't want to have to say things that I don't believe because of where I work. And they're like, yeah, you're not going to have that issue here. Mm. Um, and just being able like to get out, like getting that out of the way and then being able to really just shine of like, they're like, tell us why you want to do this. Like what part of this ministry excites you? And like having the freedom again, to just be like, wow, like I could really do this. Like, this is somewhere that I could, um, you know, have some freedom of not fearing, like kind of what we talked about with Becca of like, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And they're going to be like, nope, you can't be here anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to be working with preteens. It's a fun age. They're still little where like you can do goofy, silly things, but they're like, they're old enough to have really intelligent conversations and talk about things. And so I'm really excited. going to be starting here in the next couple of weeks. So, um, I appreciate your prayers, your good thoughts, your vibes, whatever you're willing to send. I appreciate them all. So do you covet their prayers, Spencer? I literally in my head, like, do not say the word covet. That's really weird. <laughs> I love that phrase because the Bible says not to covet. <laughs> but I covet your prayers. <laughs> I covet. <laughs> Sorry, I hate the word. No, I appreciate them. Again, I appreciate all the thoughts, encouraging words. Um, if you're uh, on the home team and the homies, you've known about it for uh, I think like a week now or something like that. And yeah, I've just had already great conversations of very affirming of um people who aren't even like Christians or churchgoers or whatever, like telling me that like they're inspired that I had that courage to just be like, mm. this isn't like, this is, this is it. Like, I'm not going to waver on this. This is important to me. And again, I think it's one of those things of like, uh, if you are listening and you still claim the faith, like, you know, obviously like Christians been given a bad rap and, um, yeah, I just, uh, rightfully so because a lot of people in the Christian faith, uh, deserve the bad rap. And so mm. I think it's just cool again to, um, be in a space where like I have the freedom to be honest and knowing that's a privilege, um, and yeah, living that and using that in a way that can help other people. So, yes, yes, friends be inspired. Don't take the bullshit. <laughs> what does Kevin Garcia say? If they're not affirming, leave. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Speaking of Kevin Garcia, I don't know why I, we're not speaking about Kevin Garcia. It's just a segue <laughs> that I wanted to do. Um, dream guest, Spencer. Who's your dream guest? Normal, famous, or otherwise? Oh my gosh. My I know God. you're on the spot. I love it. I love putting people on the spot. The like fantasy dream guest is my number one, Jimmy Carter. If y'all <gasps> don't know, Jimmy I'm Carter. obsessed with him. Obviously he was a president, but his best work was done after his presidency. Telling the ba Southern Baptist church F you because they don't support women constantly fighting against racism and other like, just like so many social justice issues. These were in great books um, that include like the harm of like um, LGBTQ and other marginalized groups, not just in the United States, but around the world. Anyways, that's my dream. Like, God, I wish I could meet him. Anyways, uh, a little bit more realistic. Um, Josie, you got to hook it up. Like I have a, a big fat crush on uh, Grace Baldrige. <laughs> love, love, love to have Grace. Grace. 
Please. Um, and uh, the wife, Lizzie, like if they both came on, Jenny would cry. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the realistic, like, would love. So, you know, Spencer, I, I think I can make that happen. Honestly, that's why I'm like, Josie, like, <laughs> we just went to Wild Goose. Like, and here, guys, this is something that, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, my FOMO has been so I'm real so because. Sorry. Because, you know, when you move during a pandemic, there's nothing to miss. And then when people start to get vaccinated and hold like hold homie hangouts and you're like one, you're one person away from the invite of like, if I still lived there, I would be like at these places. Damn, the FOMO is real. You're invited. I mean, I know, but it's just again, it's like the it's uh, far, it's far. Listen, trust me, if I didn't have a like a big girl J-O-B, I would have got in my car mm. and driven to Los Angeles and went and hung out with Grace and Brenda. Well, it was in Kevin. North Carolina. That's what uh, I'm saying. I'm, talking, too I'm far. talking about when you had uh I'm talking about the show that was what two, three weeks ago. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm like, I would have been there like <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's just me and my fomo so come to tucson y'all it's fucking liberal okay it's fucking liberal <laughs> the old, it's consistently the only blue county in arizona they don't call it a a u of gay for nothing like come on <laughs> let me tell you spencer when that baby comes you better believe there's gonna be a lot of mutual trips happening <laughs> not because i don't love you but because i'm banking on covid being over by then no i agree i'm not gonna give a pregnant woman covid (laughs) y'all get vaccinated so my kid can meet all her aunties and uncles that live far away Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes um i love it my unrealistic guest would probably be i'm trying to think real big you know like that's why i just went for it i was like the homie jimmy (laughs) although i feel like this is me thinking that I'm better than everybody else, but I think I could convince Jimmy Carter to go. Oh my! Oh no, okay. Here's the thing: like, if I, if I lived, if I lived in the South, I would drive up because he. I don't know if he's still obviously because like COVID, but mm. like before COVID, like first of all, the man turns 97 in like three weeks, and mm-hmm. his wife are still rocking and rolling. Um, very involved in like again community service, uh, human rights, all that kind of stuff. Um, if COVID wasn't a thing, like, yeah, I would be like, let's go visit Becca and Savannah, mm. take a little drive and go visit Jimmy Carter at his church because he teaches Bible study every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, homie, please. <laughs> All right. I got one. Okay. I think I would do, um, Joe Biden and not because I'm like a huge Joe Aww. Biden fan, but because he's being so actively attacked by the Catholic church. I would just love to talk to him all about that, how that feels. Um, yeah, I also, I think kind of going hand in hand, I think it'd be cool to have his BFF Barry Barack <laughs> come on because what's it like to be called, uh, again, why, one, why, why did people use like, He's a Muslim is derogatory. Right. If that was true, it's it's not derogatory. Mm-hmm. But two, like, what's it like being um being an active participant like in the Christian faith? Um, and being told that you're not mostly because of speculation of 
like your ancestry like mm-hmm. i want to know what that's like <laughs> similarly beyonce because people think that Ooh. she's part of like the illuminati and shit all those like famous people who are in the illuminati i just want all of them to be on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> who are alleged allegedly minus like um the people that actually have ties to like scientology i don't want to be on that list so. oh my gosh <laughs> I would love to be on that list. I'm probably already on the list because uh, Josie knows Ryan and I are both obsessed with Scientology. I'm obsessed I, with Scientology. And I, I I sent like Ryan like like ex-Scientologist like message boards like read these like like these are crazy. So yeah, I'm probably on the list already. All right, Leah Remini. We're already on the list. Come get us. <laughs> All right, let's do realistic. Come on, who's your realistic? Okay. Um, I'm not gonna name anybody I know because it's too easy. That's cheating. Um, so more realistic. God damn it! (laughs) I was gonna say Brene Brown, but that is like (gasps) not realistic. (laughs) Okay, no, I think that's one of those like seven degrees of separation. I think I might. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because also like again this has nothing to do with anything but i am obsessed with rhett and link and somehow sarah knows them i feel like sarah knows everybody yes shout <laughs> again, out to sarah. It's, it's one of those things where i'm like i wanna i wanna hang out with them <laughs> you know what yeah i'm gonna say Brene brown Brene, come on to the pod i think yeah again seven degrees of separation i think she's closer to you than you realize <laughs> i mean technically i'm one degree away from beyonce now so so you know i'm not gonna tell y'all how because you know i'm not a, i'm not a clout chaser i'm not a name dropper you don't gotta know my business um yeah how exciting dream guest make it happen everybody just go message them there's not a lot of you so i guess it's not gonna they're not gonna say it but message them anyways let them know that we want them on the pot again i think it's funny that like <laughs> People who are realistic to me are people literally that I just used to watch on YouTube or TikTok. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, one, again, I think I've, we've talked about this before, like the, the quote unquote, like being a Christian makes the world small. Mm-hmm. Being in this sort of like deconstructed community makes it even makes smaller. The world fucking smaller yeah. yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, Hey, I've seen your TikTok videos. And then I'm like, wait, you know, so-and-so cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how does it feel like to be on a discord server with the dirty rotten church kids, Spencer? Wow. Uh, TBH, I haven't logged on. So. <laughs> I mean, you have access. Uh, Shout out to Josh and Adrian. Yeah. And again, I, I, I think it's just one of those things of just like very much just like what has this year brought us it's brought us that sense of like the world is even smaller than you thought um yeah and um speaking of which their episode last week um with um making fun of newsboys music god i laughed so hard i was (gasps) no spoilers i'm like two weeks behind (laughs) on my podcast cue sorry god it was like in the first two minutes josie but okay uh, okay 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 yeah, I laughed so hard. I I told Jackie it was the baby's fault, but no, it was purely just like that was so funny. Uh, they're so such great dudes. We should have them on the podcast individually, though. I don't want them together. Why? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the two of them and the two of us is a lot to handle. <laughs> that's pro- yeah. That's what I was gonna say, but I didn't want to be. Um, no, yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, honestly, I think. Uh, What's next for the podcast? Um, 
we'd love to have more of our irreverent homies come on we actually have more normal people coming on yes and um yeah you know um still a few months away but obviously baby t is going to make an appearance so we will have to go on a little hiatus sabbatical but figuring out how that's going to work so if y'all have ideas of how to keep community alive while i'm keeping a baby alive let me know or you can sign up for a time slot so that she can take a few months off and there's no break we just have tons of the backlog true also true so sign up i mean either way whatever (laughs) i don't know we'll figure it out babies are cute they deserve all Um, the attention and time i do have again i don't know who the heck listens but i would love to have an episode um with uh people who are veteran moms soon to be moms Mm. like i just think that'd be so cool talk about you know the like me and my feels of like um carrying a human being is honestly one of the most like spiritual things i've ever done in my life um so like want to talk about that but then again just want to talk about like what's it like having kids and just vibing so i love that hear that moms come on the pod we want to hear about it just like even like and you can pick a specific thing like birth or like parenting or like the sex talk we want it all (laughs) come pick a topic come talk to us still waiting on the conservative we have a little friend um she's not little um or they're not little i shouldn't assume uh that i met at wild goose and they came up to me after our little panel and they said they were conservative adjacent which honestly don't know what that means i think i do (laughs) but not really (laughs) like slight they're slightly conservative and they said they would come on the pod so where are you at is it one of those like socially liberal but like economically conservative (laughs) yeah first of all that doesn't exist everybody just to make it clear that's not a thing um that's dumb but i want to hear you talk tell me about it anyways even if i think it's dumb (laughs) yes anyways um to kind of side note that um yeah evangelicals and birth is weird the story of mary and birth like uh wild so (laughs) we want to talk about everything so come on the pod pick a topic no matter how obscure if you're atheist if you're agnostic if you're of a different religion if you want to talk about the flying spaghetti monster like not for fun like in all seriousness i would like enjoy that so yes um if you have any topic ideas you want us to cover on our own um i think we're gonna we were planning on doing like a veggie tale like yeah, watch yeah. along we wanted to do uh something like that um I know y'all have been asking, not really, but um, the spouses are going to come on. Yes, they are. Don't worry. I know y'all have been wondering, like, Spencer, who is this husband you talk about? He has agreed. He will make, don't know if it'll be a full episode, but we'll come on, kind of talk about something. So Mm -hmm. don't worry. Exciting things coming. (laughs) And guess what? I'm breaking down my dad. He's almost at the point where he's going to come on. He might only do it if it's just me. Sorry, Spencer. But I'm trying to convince him otherwise because i really my dad doesn't realize he's like you're just gonna you just want to fight with me and i was like yes dad of course i just want to fight with you are you kidding me i don't want to fight with him <laughs> and my mom my mom was like no don't go on the podcast because she's gonna convince you of something because you're her yes man and you say yes to everything and you're gonna come out not believing in hell and i was like um i've never been able to change my dad's faith no matter how hard i tried so i doubt that he'll do it on a public platform mother mom <laughs> 
but I'm so close. I'm so close. Well, it'd be like that, friends. So I know all that to say. Come on, link in bio. Let's go. Yes, I mean the, the link is not in our bio. You have to ask because if I don't want you on my podcast, yes, I'm not going to put you do. on the podcast. <laughs> but yes, we want most clarity, of you on our podcast. Clarity disclaimer: Like we do, we vet a little bit. We ask some preliminary questions, but like eight out of ten times, like it's a green light. So, link in the DMs. Yes. <laughs> But um, we want you. We want you on the pod. Yes. And if you're wondering how do you get the link in the DMs, you can find us on Instagram at speaking in church. You can also email us at speakinginchurch at gmail.com. You can find Josie at Josie Takes the World. And you can find me at Spence Rose. All right, friends. It's a year, it's been a year. You got all that information, our hopes and dreams. If you can make it happen, make it happen. As always and forever, stay woke or get woke. Thank you, Miss Bye. This has been an irreverent media podcast.